Growing your business is tough, but don't worry, we've got you covered. We interview industry experts on how they've solved their most challenging business problems in SaaS or e-commerce. No fluff, just step-by-step playbooks to help you dominate your market and crush the competition. This is the How We Solve podcast. Here's your host. Today I have with me Nikita, who is the Director of Channel Partnerships and Alliances at Partnerstack. It's been a while since we've caught up, Nikita. Welcome to the show. Thanks for inviting me, GQ. Super excited to be on. Yeah. You know, just before we started recording this episode, we were just talking about, we met when this was in 2018. And back then, Partnerstack was known as Grow Sumo. So it's been a really long time. A lot of life has happened between now and then, is, is what I'll say. You know, one big company name change, one pandemic later. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's been, it's been a second for sure. Oh, <laughs> so we have a lot to catch up on for today. We have a lot to talk about. And, and I think like what was a really interesting thing when we were starting out, we were, you know, uh, looking for a partner software because we wanted to, you know, double down on partnerships. And I think back then in 2018, things were already like people understood like the value of partnerships and that was growing. And it's like over the course of the like, past like three years, we've seen how partnerships has grown or helped businesses grow exponentially through that. And, you know, when we started that out, it was really great that we, that we were using GrowSumo or now known as Partnerstack to scale our business. So, you know, it's funny that when we talked about the challenge that we're going to discuss today, uh, it's actually using your solution. So I'll, I'll leave that to you to share that. So Nikita, you know, what, what's the what's the challenge we're going to be talking about solving today? It's funny because it's very, I don't know, the, the, world, the word that I'm going to use is a meta here, but we partner stack it, and this is an overview, is a solution that helps companies launch and scale channel partner programs. So if you're running a referral program, an affiliate channel or a reseller channel, you know, companies come to us to do that. The funny thing about that, though, is that we didn't actually have our own channel program till early 2021. And so uh, it's funny being an organization that goes out and tells people, hey, you should build a channel partner program, but actually doesn't have their own. We decided that, you know, it was probably about time to change that. And we thought there was probably no better time to do that than April of 2020 at the height of COVID. So uh, there was definitely a lot going on there for sure. But that's really the problem that we kind of tried to solve on our side is we need to be a company that one, you know, talk the talk and walk the walk. So basically we, we had a really good platform for individuals who wanted to come onto PartnerStack to run, uh, launch, automate, manage, and scale, like anything from like a referral to affiliate to resellers. But on top of that, we needed to have a world-class partner program ourselves. And you know, we're by no, no means there, but we're definitely on the right track for sure. Well, every other person I've spoken with, every other agency partner that we have is on PartnerStack. So I'm not sure what you're talking about, but sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll just put it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? It's humbling because I, I've personally been with the company for a, a little over four years now. And it, you know, it's been crazy to see us grow. I joined when we were six people, right? And so we had wow. four co-founders and two other individuals at the time. And we were, we only had like three integrations. I think there were like three integrations at the time. I think when you guys came onto PartnerStack, yeah, you know, we had grown to about 25 people. Now we're a little over 120 and growing pretty aggressively wow. across like multiple markets. So to see all that happen in a little over four years is, you know, it, it's, I think it's, a, it's what a lot of entrepreneurs kind of dream of. It's just, you know, to find that strong product market fit and go after it. So 
just kind of cool. Just kind of cool to see it all all happen. Well, we use PartnerStack. It's uh, it's it's truly been a fantastic experience, and I can understand why anyone would be on PartnerStack. And it, I don't think it's it's very rare to find software like yours on in this space that does what it does. And I think that's that's truly why people are on it. And it's it's really so easy. Like when because I was relatively new to you know how I would build a partner program for LTV Plus and Task Drive, and it was like when we're using it, I was like, wow, this is just so easy and it makes so much sense. And like there's just so many things that we could tap into that just to like you know, figure out how we could get more affiliates, for example, figure out how we could run better commission structures, how we could run certain programs. There's just so many things you can do with it. And it's, you know, it's, which, which kind of brings me to the, the main part of uh, today's episode, right? You know, how did you figure out, okay, you know, we're going to use partner stack or partner stack. Right? Well, we'll put it that way. Partner stack for partner stack, or you call it a meta stack, was it? That, that was what you guys were saying. So walk me through it. You know, how did you guys do that? What were the steps? Yeah, so basically, you know, it all goes back to that fateful moment when we decided, hey, we need to run our own channel partner program. And we had to do it using our own technology. We couldn't necessarily say, hey, we're going to run a channel partner program and go to our competitors to do that because that wouldn't have made a whole bunch of sense. But step one for us was kind of just understanding what the market was for us. And what I meant by that is who are our partner? What type of program do we want to run? So this is kind of context on me, but I, I've spent a lot of time, my time professionally at PartnerStack working with the direct sales organization. And so started when it was just myself and the co-founder trying to just like sell and then decided to take on, you know, what this partnership's challenge as well. And so for us, it was what partners would even want to sell partner stack. And so place that, you know, we initially started was we asked ourselves, well, is there anybody right now that's doing it today that we just don't know about? And so, you know, the first question we did is we went to our customer success team, understood who some of our clients were, and if any of them worked with agencies today. And so what we found was there was a number of clients that actually used these effectively marketing agencies to augment their programs. So it was for, you know, partner recruitment into their programs or helping them with strategy. And so that was kind of the first door that we knocked on. And we said, hey, we want to build partnerships with you. You're helping, you know, our current clients today be more successful, how do we find net new clients and go to market together? That was step one. And that was how we started working with these marketing agencies that help people you know, scale and build kind of referral, affiliate and reseller channels. But step two was we also started to think about like what do what other solutions do customers purchase alongside PartnerStack? And the, the overarching theme there was that, hey, if you want to you typically start a channel program once you get to a certain size. And so you typically have product market fit. You know how to generally sell your solution and then can go out and teach other people outside of your organization to sell it for you. And so what we found was that CRM was a really, really big purchase alongside our PRM solution. So basically any customer that would come to PartnerStack would have some kind of a CRM implemented today. So whether it's Salesforce or HubSpot or Dynamics or Close.io or Sugar, ultimately, you know, they needed our solution to integrate with that solution as well. And so we then said, hey, let's see if we, there are some CRM resellers out there that are also interested in selling our solution alongside these CRMs today. So that was like kind of step one. It was identifying, you know, the market opportunity and who those partners are. Like, who are we even going to work with in this capacity? And I think a lot of people, when they start an organization, are in the same space. Who would even promote us? Like, it's funny because like we're at a partner organization. We should know. We had a guess, but we didn't really know. Like, we had a like, could these people actually resell our solution? But over time, we've definitely found that out. I guess 
Any questions there before I kind of move on to, I guess, what the next step was? I think not so much of a question. I think you've explained that really clearly. And I think one point I'd like to add to what you said was understanding the types of partners that you want to go for. Because sometimes like even, and we are we were guilty of this in the beginning. We kind of had like a scatter burst, <laughs> kind of like a scatter, sorry, scatter shot uh, kind of uh, idea behind this. Like we were saying, hey, let's go out there and hit up every e-commerce partner. You know, like let's, let's go do that. But the thing is, as like, for example, we take into context LTV Plus. We are a customer service outsourcing company, right? And we're like, who should we be actually hitting up that would, you know, that would say that that would be of relevance when when people are having those conversations with their customers or clients? And I think, you know, finding the right, like even just having having, like you said, having a good idea of kind of like, okay, we can test our hypotheses, like approach these different partners, but narrow down on the ones that you really want to work with that are true multipliers for your business. I think that's a, that's a really good number one, like a really good first step. So I think like, you know, for you, for, for those of you listening, that's something really to take note of because you only have so much gunpowder. You don't want to go after every single person. You want to go after those that you, you know, you'll test out and figure out if they're actually going to be like the, the true partners or the real partners that you like to work with and that it works, makes sense for both parties. So, so that's a really good first step. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, basically what you just need to do is you have limited resources. Usually is the case if, if it's a net new channel, you just, you, that just is what it is. You just have to identify an ideal partner profile. And once you identify who that partner is, you know, day one, it could be any type of, it could be a referral partner, it could be reseller partners, it could be strategic partners. It depends on what your kind of company wants to optimize for. But once you get that down, you can really, incent, like you can really hone a target, go towards that target, and then ultimately use that to get more resources and bandwidth down the line as well. Definitely, definitely. And that brings us to the next part. So, you know, you've, you've already found out, okay, these are kind of like the partner profiles you've kind of tested and you want to go after. So how did you go about setting it up? Like, you know, let's take PartnerStack as the example, right? How did you go about setting up PartnerStack to work for your channel program? It was, how do I say this? A humbling experience for sure. So what I mean by that is, you know, given the fact that we, I had personally worked on, you know, the sales side of our organization, I didn't have a lot of empathy for, I guess, a lot of internal empathy for what a lot of the people purchasing our solution some of the barriers were to actually implement our solution. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you're implementing any level of solution, there are integrations involved. And there are people internally that you need to convince that this needs to happen sooner rather than later, right? And that it needs to be done in a specific way to, to impact other things. And so, so we started, basically, once we identified that these certain partner types, we then, you know, started to recruit a few of them. And what we found after, you know, just in the way that we recruited was pretty straightforward. It was, it was just kind of direct cold outreach on sales. So went to LinkedIn, uh, Googled, you know, different types of like marketing agencies or CRM partners in the space and just started doing cold outreach, frankly. Once we probably got to about 10 or 15, we realized that like that we need we need automation and solution behind this. And, and we, we had to we had to get serious about implementing our own tool. At that point, we basically said, hey. We need to implement PartnerStack and we got to do it like ASAP. We got to connect this to our CRM and we need to actually develop these flows that, you know, all of our customers are doing today uh, before our own program. And I guess what was a humbling experience is just realizing, you know, what it takes to even integrate, you know, our solution to our CRM. It's, it's not complex, but, but it's just you need to make sure that you know and you have the right parties involved. 
So you need to have like a, you know, let's say you're using Salesforce, you need to have a Salesforce administrator there so that, you know, they know that it's being connected in a specific way. And then you also need to understand like how your partners want to work with you. Do they want to use links? Do they want to use lead forms, deal registration? So it was kind of a learning process for us because, you know, our partners were very new at the time. And so we had to go to them and be like, hey, do you want links or lead forms or deal registration? What do you want to see out of this? And ultimately, what kind of content do you want too? Like we can provide a bunch of training content to you, but where do you want it? How do you want it, et cetera? And so that's kind of what it was. And so basically we we worked and we got partner stack, you know, partner stack for partner stack functionally. We called it MetaStack internally. We don't call that that anymore, unfortunately, but we set that up in about, I'd say like two and a half, three weeks. So not a not a whole ton of time. Once we set that up, we started getting partners invited in. And what that helped us do was realize that like we could finally see where we were going without guessing anymore. And so what I mean by that is before we had the solution in place, I couldn't exactly tell you how many partners we had. So I could tell you somewhere between the range of 10 to 20. Who was active, you know, best guess uh, based on how I felt. But what it really did, it was it put a lot of data behind it and said, hey, you got 15 reseller partners. Of those 15 reseller partners, these seven have been active in the last 30 days. And these are the deals that they've sent. And this is the value associated to those deals. And it made it really easy for me to go to my senior leadership team and say, hey, the reseller channel is starting to grow. We need more resource behind it, and we need more individuals on this team. And that's when we started to kind of expand the team. But I guess before we go to that, any questions there? No, th- this is perfect. I would actually be really curious to hear this part. Yeah. So, so basically, so we started when, when we started to expand the team. I brought on one individual. Her name is Nicolette. She's been fantastic. She's definitely made my life way easier in getting like a lot of everything that we have here set up. But basically, we, we brought on Nicolette as a channel partner manager. And so her role was very specific to recruiting net new partners into the program and ultimately with the goal of those partners selling partners back to their end clients. So let's say she was going after marketing agencies and CRM resellers. Their goal, her goal would be to train them up, to learn how to, to teach them how to talk about partner stack and to have them even understand how to identify opportunities within their current existing clients. So we started the program in about April. She probably joined at the beginning of August last year. She's been with us for about six months now, and it's been you know, a game changer. So basically, we were able to go after much larger partners uh, that had you know, more training requirements generally. Uh, and we're actually now going to be scaling the team even further. So we're in two people right now. We're going to be scaling to four people by the end of this quarter, likely another two people in Q2. So about six, with hopefully ending the year somewhere around eight to 10 people. The large reason we want to scale the team, we think that there's a just a blue ocean of partners out there. There are hundreds of thousands of you know, CRM reseller partners and marketing agencies alone that we can kind of tap into and drive business to partner stack. But additionally, you know, we want to be a world-class partner program that drives well north of 50% of our organization's revenue. I mean, we have to be. If you look at you know some of the largest players in the space, Microsoft or HubSpot or God, I don't even know, like Cisco, you see these organizations that are driving well north of 90% of their revenue through an indirect channel. And so how do we do the exact same thing? You know, how do we transform the way software is sold and ultimately do that through partner stack? That is truly amazing. And you know, on the topic of uh, building out your team, and you've mentioned about you know kind of like the numbers that you'd like to scale this year. I think what would be really helpful as well is how did you go about identifying what are the traits of you know uh, a partnership? Like so, you mentioned hiring a partnerships manager. Nicolette is fantastic to work with. Obviously, how did you go about deciding who to bring on and how that how your team would look like or partners team? Yeah. 
It's a really good question. I guess there, there's two things. So one, I think it has a lot to do with my sales background. And so what I mean by that is it's kind of similar to how you would scale a sales team. So basically, you usually hire someone, you, you have your first sales hire. That first sales hire typically figures out like how to sell the product. And then after that, you build like a repeatable process behind it. And so you know, for us, it was important to bring somebody that was a channel partner manager that owned that selling process with the partners to continue to expand how much revenue we owned. And so that was kind of the thought process behind bringing on more channel partners. But in terms of what we actually looked for those individuals, so for in those individuals, basically, we wanted them to embody a lot of PartnerStack's core values. And so PartnerStack has a number of core values, but I think, so let me just quickly just pull it up here. But basically, now there's there's a few of them, but the four that we kind of always think about and look at are you know, thinking like an owner, learning relentlessly, you know, accountability and solutions, and then strength from vulnerability. Those that was what we really what we really were looking at for a lot of the candidates in the pipeline. We wanted to make sure that we were still a startup. And this is especially this is basically kind of like a startup within a startup. We wanted to make sure that the person that came on wanted to take on that kind of challenge and drive a significant amount of change in an organization forward. That's kind of what we were looking at and what we still look at pretty much every day in, in, in the hires that we bring on. Very cool. And I think that you've just given a really good idea of how people can even go about starting this because I think it's really helpful for any SaaS business, agency, or whatever, that you're, you're intending to build out your partnership team the first time and who's your first hire and who would you go for, right, to build this out. So that's really cool. On top of that, you know, now that we have the software in place, you know, you talked about setting up assets, setting up the commission structure, setting up the automations in place. And by the way, I really love PartnerStack's obviously email automation in place. That's really cool. Outside of that, you know, how did you start create like separating, first of all, because, you know, uh, for, for some people, people that might get, might get confused between like, okay, what's a partner? What's an affiliate? You, you kind of get like, you know, like some people like referral and affiliate, sometimes it's similar for people. You know, how did you go about deciding how to separate those terms? And also what were the different relationships like for a partner stack? Yeah, it's a really good question. Basically, there's three sets to our partner program right now. So we have our referral partners, our marketing partners, and our reseller partners. And the way that we define them is is very specific. So a referral partner is kind of like someone that has a one-on-one -on -one relationship with you. So it could be you and me. We know individuals like ourselves that can use certain software, and we want to refer them to solutions we think are really good, right? That have you know made an impression upon us. So what we do is you can you can refer business whether you want to use a link, a lead form to that organization if they're on partner stack. And so we we enable them to refer business to to partner stack that way. The second type is marketing partners. And this is where you get your affiliates, your content syndicators, your effectively how I think about this area is it's a one to many. These are individuals that have an audience, but don't necessarily know that person right away. So they don't know who is buying it, but they're telling that audience that this is a really good solution and that they should buy it. If you think about the consumer space and something that I think a lot of people do every time, you know, when you look at like, you know, hat reviews or ski reviews, right? Uh, these are on the other side of that are, you know, affiliates that are giving you, you know, side-by-side -side comparisons of specific uh, products. Um, and so the same thing happens in software. You know, there are these affiliates out there that are marketing partners that drive that business and that top of funnel. And the last really for us was resellers. And so these are what I would call you know, these are effectively sellers outside of your organization. They need to be trained on how to sell your product and they will sell your product for you. Basically, they're like augmenting your sales team. Instead of you know, necessarily hiring 10,000 salespeople that you all have to manage internally, 
you have someone else with existing relationships in the community that they work with that ultimately sells your solution for you. A really good example of uh, of a reseller for a lot of organizations is let's say you know you are you know North America based typically. You have a solution that's largely based in English, but you want to start tapping into the you know the market in you know South America, for example. You can partner with a reseller or somebody on the ground in South America that knows the the geography and the situation better and can you know talk about your product uh, specific to that audience. They'll have you know the geographic expertise. They'll know how to even translate your product, frankly, in certain situations. So they are functionally an extension of your company after a certain point. That is very very helpful in helping people distinguish. I think the the, the differences there because like sometimes like. You'll just get confused like when you talk about a partner and affiliate, it's similar, but actually not really. It depends on how you look at it. And so I, I really appreciate how, how you've broken that down. There are you know many different partner types, and sometimes it does get confusing. So for example, you know, certain organizations that we work with work with financial institutions. You know, a lot of companies would bunch a financial institution like a, let's say a Bank of America as a strategic partner. But really, if they're using links, you know, and just driving, you know, their general customer base to to that end client. You know, they're kind of acting like an affiliate. So there's kind of shades of gray between the, the the partner types. What's important is, you know, you have general like like these kind of buckets, and then you can kind of place people in those buckets and just kind of identify them as well. Okay, that's a super good tip. I will use that myself. <laughs> that would be a really, really cool thing. Let's talk about the final step here. So now, you know, like just a quick recap, you know, we've identified the partners that we're, you know, that we'd like to go for. We've set up, you know, partner stack to kind of help us with that. And, you know, now you've set up, you've, you've also built out your team. We're ready to go for this and kind of establish, started establishing our relationships, you know, across different partner types. How did you start? And, and I think maybe like, you know, like, like how did you kick things off and how did you start, you know, improving on what? partner stacks, partner program overall. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're in it now. I, th- I think, you know, I think we're going to be in that stage for a really long time. I mean, consistently iterating on, you know, what our partner program looks like, what best practices look like, you know, and, and we have peers we look up to as well, you know, that have really strong channel programs that we look to, you know, for advice as they come up. But the way that we kicked it off was, you know, once we had all those kind of things in place, once we had you know, a general segment of who the partners were we were going to go after, you know, the technology in place, you know, the team was we just needed to execute. And and that's what we've kind of been focusing on right now is, you know, executing on bringing on and introducing that new partners to our partner stack certified partner program, training them on how to be successful uh, selling our solution and ultimately, you know, adding value to them. You know, so whether it's they want to add on and sell additional services to their end clients on how to you know, implement partner stack, whether they're just looking to actually sell us our solution into a specific market, ensuring that they're successful. There are a number of organizations where it's been kind of cool to see where we actually help them think and build a new services arm. So there are organizations that we work with that have traditionally worked with, you know, B2C organizations. But now, because, uh, you know, PartnerStack works with a lot of B2B companies and helping them power channel, it's allowed them to, you know, open up a B2B arm. And so that's been particularly interesting. And so I guess, you know, we're, we're kind of in that stage now where we've kicked it off, we're executing, and we're going to we're gonna try to continue to execute. And that means we're continuing to find net new partners uh, that, you know, fit the bill of our ideal partner profile, looking at and exploring strategic partnerships with other larger vendors in the space. And then over time, you know, continuing to tweak our product for our customers as well. And so what I mean by that is because we are using our own solution to power our own partner program, that means that, you know, any of the learnings that we pull from our solution, ultimately, you know, they come down to our our customers and our vendors on partner stack. So 
if there's anything that, you know, internally, you know, we're struggling with, we can let our product team know, they'll, they'll kind of, you know, change that. And then all of our customers benefit from it as well. So it's kind of this like interesting loop where, you know, we start our own partner channel, we bring on more vendors, but, you know, we continue to iterate on our own partner program, which ultimately helps our vendors be more successful too. That's very cool. And I think it's kind of like a self-feedback loop where you're also, in a way, you become customers of your own product, right? And so you're like, hey, we kind of need these functionalities because, you know, we're like, like vendors are asking for it and we also need it in a way. Yeah. I mean, what stronger argument could you have to a product organization other than saying, hey, we need to run our own channel partner program. If you can't do certain things within your own kind of solution, then ultimately that's prohibiting us from closing that new revenue. There's no stronger argument than being like, hey, we can't close revenue because of this. I like that. And actually, you know, you were talking about internal struggles that you would give feedback to your to your product team as well. And you were just talking about, you know, like if you don't have this, that's it's going to be harder to close that that amount of revenue. But what was based on your recollection, like you know, like what was your biggest challenge for you when starting this program from the ground up? Good, good question. If you could name one, I'm sure there were, there were a lot of challenges, but like you know, just just just. I think it was that first stage. It was trying to identify who the partners were and really getting a pulse on. Would these partners even sell our solution? That was like, I guess, a question for so long. It's, hey, who are these partners? Would they sell our solution? And are they even interested in, you know, selling partner snack in general? That was kind of the biggest challenge. Once we got that down and we got a sense, it became a little bit easier because we could put the technology in place to support those partners. I think the next biggest challenge, though, is going to be training and certifying partners at scale. So both building out the team to ensure that we can kind of accommodate for that, but two, you know, figuring out how we train hundreds of thousands partners uh, to ultimately sell a solution for us. With everything done, I like said and done, and you've already gone through the, now going through the phase of iteration, improving your program and both product as well. What does success look like for your partner program? Yeah, we have kind of like two definitions of success. Like we have one definition really, but there's kind of two components to it. So I guess the general is we want to build a world-class partner program. But there's two specific things that kind of bunch into that. And so the first is not necessarily this year, but maybe next year that you're following, we want to be able to be in a position where we're, we're contributing over 50% of our organization's revenue. So right now we're probably at somewhere around like 20%. So still a lofty goal for sure, but we want to we want to follow the likes of other great companies like a Microsoft, like a Cisco, like an HP that have these large channel programs. We want to do more than 50% of our total company's revenue. That's kind of the qualitative thing. So the quantitative thing. The qualitative thing is more of we want to ensure that you know, we're constantly pushing the envelope for you know, technology in the partnership space. And so what I mean by that is we're continuing to iterate on our product. Our team is working within our product and helping other you know, vendors that are coming onto our solution build better programs faster and elevate partnerships as an organization across other kind of verticals as well. Very cool. You know what, Nikita? What, one thing that's interesting is that obviously you and I, and you know, like for, for people already on Partner Stack or are running their partner programs, they understand why partnerships is really good. Now, you know, for people or listeners that are on the fence, they're not sure where to start or whether to start partnerships. Maybe they think that, hey, we may not see the kind of ROI that we'd like from, from, from partnerships, right? So in your opinion and based on your experience, you know, why are partner programs so important for businesses? Yeah, I'll answer that in two parts. I'll answer that with the, the first kind of thing that you said, like, why would people be hesitant about partnerships? It typically tends to be that, you know, a lot of organi- a lot of individuals don't 
really understand the impact fully. And what I mean by that is they have trouble wrapping around like that first step is like, who would even sell our solution? You know, we are a solution that is X for, you know, company or market Y. Uh, would there even be, you know, uh, partners for our solution? And, and the answer in most cases, and like pretty much all of them is definitely yes. It's just, you kind of have to look around and see who those partners are. The other kind of question would be is like, you know, that they've concerned about is, well, we don't even have product market fit. How can we get other solutions, other partners selling our solution, which is completely valid valid and completely fair and you know, something that I would generally recommend once you have you know better product market fit for sure. But ultimately, why partnerships is generally so important is because you can you can get individuals that have pre-existing relationships to sell your solutions faster to larger customers. And what I mean by that is, if you even look at our kind of on-partner channel compared to our direct sales organization, we are closing deals that are about 40% larger at about you know 40% less time than you know our internal salespeople are. The reason that's happening is because we're tapping into networks of partners that have pre-existing relationships with their end clients. And so some of those clients are larger mid-market companies. Some of them are enterprise companies that trust those partners and know that those partners for are making the best decisions for them because you know they have you know their own contracts as well. And so it's not in their best interest to bring in bad software for sure. So it, it helps companies kind of scale and a channel that isn't direct necessarily and get into markets, geos, larger organizations than they typically would much faster and typically at a larger rate. There we go. And for us, like to sum it up, we think of partners as you know multipliers for both parties. And I think that's one of the main things. And again, it's a really good way to scale your business and get your brand out there that only just makes so much sense so if you're if you're on the fence you're not sure just start try it out and you'll figure out why partnerships are working for so many businesses today big time completely agree <laughs> well nikita that, that was really awesome thanks for a lot for the nuggets of info it's, it's a great pleasure catching up with you and, and before we go i like to ask the two questions of every guest that comes on the show so this is like the unprepared unrehearsed part of it i love it <laughs> so Let's do it so the <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the first one is, you started this program, you've seen the results of it, you've been with Partners Tech for the longest time ever. You know, what's the one book that you would recommend people to help, you know, with creating their own partner program? Or maybe that's, it might be an indirect book. Maybe there's no book that, hey, this is how you start your own partner program, but something that has helped you. You know, there's definitely aren't any books. So maybe that's the next step for, part, for, for Partner Stack. And our CEO is maybe he should write a book. There's definitely been really good content that's helped me. There's a few places that, you know, a lot of people can go to get really good content about how to build a partner program. First, you know, I think a lot of people in our space know HubSpot as a, an organization that did a lot of kind of channel. I think if you type in like, what is channel sales or what is partnerships? Uh, one of their large articles comes up and it's kind of like a big, you know, what is channel sales? Like a one-on-one, -on -one, a one-on-one -on -one for it. So content like that is, is incredibly important. Additionally, you know, there are other vendors in our space that, that make some phenomenal content on like what is partnerships. There's like CRM which is like this like channel relationships news network. Those are typically where I go to, to get like some kind of channel content. Uh, we're kind of in the process of partner stack of also even just defining our own content as well. And hopefully that, that content answers the same questions that everyone else has is, you know, I've been put into this partnerships role. You know, what do I do? Who do I go after? How do I build this thing? What are the targets I need to set for my channel partner managers? You know, all very valid questions that, you know, we, we're, we're hoping that we'll build content to and kind of give everyone like a pretty much like a day one to day, you know, 365 of your channel partner program. I love that. I'm waiting for that. I'll definitely be a very, you know, a diligent student going through your articles for sure. <laughs> I'll, send, I'll send it to you the moment, the moment we have it done. 
Awesome, awesome. There should be like there should be like partnerships one hundred and one, and that's like the book that you put out there. I think like partnerships one hundred and one by Partners Tech. Wow, that's yeah, I think that's a great idea. So yeah. uh, I'll <laughs> I'll let our CEO know. He's going to be the one that has to write it. But yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, and then one more final question, and that's pretty much it. I guarantee. The other thing is it's completely random, but is there a do you have a personal mission statement for yourself or personal mission motto something that you go by? That's a really good question. I haven't actually thought about that at all. I don't know how to articulate this, but I, you know, I'm probably stealing from from a number of people here. But it's it's kind of like the Jeff Bezos is like it's always day one. You know, that's kind of my like. There's always an opportunity to do better, to do things in a, a more creative way, and to enable people to you know find their truer selves. And so I like to approach our partner program and generally you know my career and my life in the same way. I want to make the most of every single day, like it's like it's day one. You know, um, I want to make sure that we're putting you know everything we can uh, every single day to this kind of channel and and, and to my career, uh, frankly. So I don't know if that directly answers it, but it's kind of like it's this. I want to continue waking up like hungry and energetic to to go after you know these big problems that we're ultimately trying to solve and hopefully you know make yeah continue to continue with everything that's here i love that and with that nikita thank you so much for coming on the show i think it was a really great uh really really great sharing session and i'm pretty sure listeners will get a lot of a lot of value out of this so thank you for your time nikita you know thanks for having me gq love catching up so thank you for inviting me <laughs> All right. And with that, thanks a lot for tuning in to the How We Solve podcast. Is your sales team spending too much time researching leads and accounts? We take over all the labor-intensive sales development tasks so your team can focus on building relationships and closing more deals. We don't just build lists. We take a strategic research-based approach to find your team qualified leads every day. Ready to start? Schedule your free consultation at taskdrive.com. That's T-A-S-K-D-R-I-V-E dot com. Thanks for listening to the How We Solve podcast. Dominate your market and crush the competition with our step-by-step playbooks. Subscribe right now in your favorite podcast player or visit howwesolve.com.